What is your favorite thing about pugs? Dude, what's not to like? I mean, their faces. Yeah. Their their faces are my least favorite thing. What do you uh do oh, you like do you, do you like Sharpays? I don't really know what they look like when I hear the name, but I probably know what they look like when I see them. They're I the mean, ones that look wrinkly. Yeah. They're that ones is... that look like a pile of towels. Aww, <laughs> they're all really cute. I love huskies, to be quite honest. I can't take care of them, but I'm just like, they're pretty. But I yeah, love... do a search for Sharpay. Okay, Sharpay. And then you'll instantly know. You'll be like, oh yeah, that dog. <laughs> Did like, you have a Sharpay? No, I just I just think they look so cool. Why? <laughs> they look like a pile of towels? A pile of clothes, like... Oh my god! <laughs> Where does the neck end and the head begin? Oh my god. They're who like, thought that was pretty? They're cute. Yeah. But I'm just like, who thought this was beautiful? What was the point of breeding them? Oh, they're I don't know. cute. Extra. They're, they're so cute. All the extra fur everywhere. They're little mute. They're big mutants. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want an eight? Oh, that's an eight weight Sharpay. They're so little and mean? still ring. Eight weight. Eight I, oh, I, I don't know how to tie. <laughs> eight wakes? Eight wakes. Eight wakes. I just, I, yeah. Wait, my you're originally from Florida? I was, I was born in Fullerton. Fullerton. I was, I was born in Orange County. Okay. And now I live in Simi Valley. Oh my god, look at that pug. I live in Simi Valley, which is like just Chill. west of the valley. It's a, it's a Republican town. That's where Donald Trump did his first ever. Republican presidential candidate debate. Oh, so but and not uh, so not that chill. Not that chill. And also John McCain. My brother was at that debate. He was an advanced student at Simi Valley High School, so he got to go see John McCain in person. What a reasonable person. Whoa. But no, uh, yeah. Justin Trudeau was there recently, so it's not all bad. But you know, to be honest, I'm not a huge Even fan though, of capitalism. Yeah, he, well, yeah, Justin Trudeau's not a great guy. He just is attractive. But yeah. Conve- con- conventionally attractive. Yeah, and he's somebody's son. He's, um, he's uh, Mr. Trudeau's son, who was, like, in politics before. Trudeau? Oh, like, the name Trudeau when no, you no, hear No, 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 like, his dad was in politics or something. Is there an artist named Trudeau? Okay, Joanna Newsom is Gavin Newsom's cousin. Who's Gavin Newsom? <laughs> He's running for governor of California. Oh, shit. Yeah, but no, uh, I'm from Simi Valley, but I grew up in the Valley, and it's really shitty. We used to live on DeSoto and Lassen. So glad I don't live there anymore. People die at that intersection. Oh, shit. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I'm a valley girl. I lived in Tucson for a little while when I was two, but who wants to remember that? I don't. I haven't seen the movie Valley Girl. Have you? Am I a Patricinha? I'm Brazilian. <laughs> and, like, the the Portuguese word for valley girl is Patricinha. But, like, you have to be rich, so I'm not a Patricinha. Like, Rachel from Friends is a Patricinha. I'm not. I'm just... A poor white girl, but I'm also like I yeah. Rachel from Friends is rich. Yeah, but it's just living off her parents' credit cards. Yeah, in New York City, there are lots of people like that in LA too, though. (laughs) But uh, no, I was born in the Unification Church. I'm a blessed child. Oh yeah, the Gun Church. That's what people are calling it now, and I'm like, if people know anything aside from the blessing of the AR-15s, I'm surprised. That's all I've heard about. People haven't even said the name of the church, and like their name is always changing because they're always getting sued for tax evasion. Like, oh shit. World Family Federation for World Peace or something. Or uh. I just tweeted earlier, church shelters are churches are tax shelters, just like Madame Tussauds are wax shelters. What are Madame Tussauds? Uh, the a... wax museums. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I totally thought you 
meant like wax shelters, as in like bikini wax. And I'm like, is that like a chain of salons? <laughs> is it Simi Valley? What do they charge? <laughs> bikini waxes are so expensive. I'm Brazilian and oh, I've never man. had anything waxed. So that brings up a really funny sketch where okay. where you're walking into the wax museum and mm. then they bring you to a part where they're like, are you ready to get waxed? And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, what did you think we'd do here? I feel like that's a good way to propose that you're going to make a wax statue of someone. <laughs> sure, like, have you seen House of Wax? The one where Paris Hilton gets killed? Yeah. No. Oh, it's decent. I heard that's um, the best part. I, I, I've, I've heard the original is better because, like, Vincent Price. And Vincent Price is a fucking crazy awesome actor and bad guy in movies. But this one was pretty good. Like, it was... It was just, like, scary, and then, you know, there was no way out, and end horror movie. You're like, oh. <laughs> Holy shit. How do you feel about Strangers 2? I want to see it. Why? Because I saw the first one, and I was like, this movie was fucking crazy. And I haven't even seen a preview for Strangers 2. Me neither. I just know that it'll be a continuation of that story. So it's probably, like, from someone else's account, from that same group that just came through and they're like because we could and you're like <gasps> like that's true horror and it's based on a real it's just compelling because it's also like don't trust everyone like fucking just gotta be careful okay so that makes me think like the people in strangers are evil because they kill people because they can't right yeah okay so like there was one girl from uh mount stoneman douglas or marion stoneman whatever that school was and she was like, I think the guy that killed everyone is not mentally ill. He's just evil. And I'm like, see, there are evil people and there are mentally ill people. That doesn't... And, like, mm-hmm. what that has to do is, like, mm-hmm. I'm a unificationist, so a lot of people now are upset about the blessing of the AR-15s because of Parkland. And I'm like, they were going to do the blessing of the AR-15s anyway. before Parkland happened. It's yeah. like a yearly thing. Right? No, I don't know, but I figure shootings are a common thing. I mean, like, the shootings before didn't matter. The shooting that happened didn't matter. Right. Shootings that they're are going to happen didn't matter. They're going to do they're it. They're going to do their church weapons. services because that's what they believe. I swear that there's a kickback going on between someone in the Moon family and any NRA? gun manufacturer. I don't know if it's NRA. I figure just any weapons manufacturer. I'm like, that's why they want their yeah. members to have weapons. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That was the first thing that popped into my head. Because you... You breed it into the family, and then it's like, ooh, a family of gun owners, we're going to make a lot of money off of this. And then it's like, you'll get a chunk of change. I figure the church leaders would be good people to target as business people because they have a lot of vulnerable, brainwashed followers. So, I mean, if they say guns are going to save your family, their members are going to go out and buy guns and be like, we need this to get into the kingdom of heaven when we die. And you know what the church does now? They call people whose families have passed. Please don't. Track me down, any members of this church, please, because I'm. This is very. Um, this is my experience. This is and this is exploratory. I'm like learning a lot, and you know, we're just having a podcast. Okay. And I think like you shouldn't address any church of which you've never been a part as a cult. And like you can say that yeah. there's a church that's been described as a cult, but you don't know unless you've been in that church. So I say that the church is a cult. My brother will not say that the church is a cult. So out of respect and love for my brother, I don't say Mark, you're in a cult. I say, so how are things going at church? You know, I just keep yeah. friendly vibes, I would, keep him happy. I would argue that, like, all churches on some level have a cultish vibe. I feel every institution. Where, where it's like, 
there's a sense of community and everyone goes there because they're like psyched to see the same people and who believe in the same things and that sense of community really drives everyone's uh, motivations forward the same way and then when someone thinks a different way they're like whoa I thought you were part of the group. <laughs> they either want to fix you or they want to abandon you. They're like, we can't have this disturbance. <laughs> but it's true though. Yeah. In the mini church, like I don't, I call it the mini church because I'm in the church. Whereas like with you, I'm like, I shouldn't say Mormon to you, but if you want to say Mormon, I'm like, that's your N word. LDS, you know? LDS yeah. is like um, Church of JC of LDS. That's what I would abbreviate it as. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> LDS is the shortest. LDS is like easy, and it also sounds funny because um, it almost sounds like LSD. <laughs> It's like how that guy from Star Trek did a lot of LDS in the 70s. I think that was a joke on Star Trek. But anyway, um, no, I, I say Muni because I grew up in it just for brevity. But when right. other people call it that, I'm like, you just sound ignorant. Yeah, that's not your... That's not your word. <laughs> that's not your term to throw Because it's a pejorative. <laughs> and, like, what really bothers me is the biggest victim... You okay? Sorry. Yeah. You need I'll take a hit of this Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love your bottle. <laughs> that is a fancy bottle. That is a fancy Hydro big Flask, gulp. Hydro Flask, 7-Eleven yeah. Hydro Flask, big gulp. It holds 32 ounces, and I refill it for a dollar, and I've done it like hundreds of times. And you are not a paid spokesperson. Mm-hmm. But thank you, 7-Eleven and Mountain Dew, for Delicate allowing this to happen. It's really fancy. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought it was 7-Eleven. But yeah, no, uh, when it comes to the church, I'm just like, the biggest victims of the church are the people born into it. Mm. So if you're going to insult Moonies, you gotta you got to acknowledge that Moonies are suffering. Because, I mean, yeah. the, all the victims of the church are all the members. The I bet I bet that happened a lot. Sorry for the slight cool. interruption. But I bet that happened a lot with the um, polygamous families who, like, <gasps> their compound got shut down and stuff. No, I would say the fundamentalists. There was probably a lot of people who were just like, this is just all I've known and. Just they didn't know what else to do. No, well, yeah. yeah, they're sheltered. The fun of, I compare the uh, the corrupt unificationists with fundamentalist members of the LDS because I'm like I don't I don't see that as healthy. I see that as controversial and like it has adverse effects on the kids no matter what. Yeah. So the biggest victims of the church really are the people that are born into it and also Jacob's children. <coughs> the people that are raised in it and taught. Jacob's children? Jacob's children is a term for a child who was already born to their parents, but their parents later joined the church. So they're like oh. me in that they're kind of second generation. Okay. A generation before, the, a generation in their family before them joined, right. and they came with, but they were not born into the church, so they don't have pure lineage. Whoa. So that's why the church doesn't allow adoption outside the church. Like, you have to have Whoa. a donation child. You can't foster or adopt. Like, you can foster and it'll add to your goodwill, but they're not blessed children. It'll add to your goodwill? I mean, it'll make you look better. It'll make the church look better. It'll make really foster kids. But I don't see the church ever really bragging about that. Because when the high-up church, like, moon descendants brag about members, they're like, I know they're, like, adopted and loyal to their church. And I'm like, what about the housekeepers and the teachers and, like, the manual laborers? Don't they all matter to you? Because what really matters is money. And what a lot of people in the church will do is uh, church leaders and members who are working for the church, because if you're getting anything out of the church, the church has to get tenfold out of you. Mm -hmm. So you got to work for the church if you want the church to give you anything. It's all a percentage. Like, for for the LDS church, you pay 10% of all you make, no matter what. And all of the the positions are 
on voluntary basis. Like they've, they're. Like what matters is but, what you put in versus what like your ROI, your return on investment. Like, are you yeah. getting as much out of the church as the church is asking from you, and right. does the church appreciate your contribution? And also, I, I feel I feel like there's a lot. Huh? Oh yeah. Light it, like. I feel like there's a lot of repetition that happens, and like repetition is important because that's how we learn, and and that's how we can. You know, just have those stories in our heads where we're like, oh, that's a really good lesson. And, like, um, we're smoking weed. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of good lessons in, like, scripture and stuff. And so it's it's good i'm gl- i'm glad to have had that in my upbringing See, i feel like church absolutely can be a part of a very healthy uh, upbringing it's just what the church members do to one another that's where it becomes evil what the unificationist church will do is people from the church will call family of members who have passed who've gone on to the spirit world and they'll say that your family can pass on to the next level of heaven by attending a workshop in heaven led by our in heaven spiritual leaders. What? And all you have to do is pay a fine of $300. Fine? Because all they want is money. They're not going to pass on to the next Whoa. level of heaven. When you die, you die. And yeah. you hope that your legacy is that people have loved you and have good memories yeah. with you. That's the Who gives thing. a shit about the next level of heaven? Yeah. The church doesn't. They just want your $300. <laughs> it's like they, they exploit vulnerable people. And you know what they did? I went to a funeral this week. Okay, yeah, yeah. I went to a funeral, and it was the Unificationist funeral, led and by they George. they were selling guns. No, no, <laughs> but they had offered things. I don't know if there were guns. They were probably concealing carry. It's a very Republican church. But, uh, um, no, they, uh, they had offered things for my childhood best friend, whose dad just passed. And, like, the family had been like, okay, we're kind of struggling, but do you guys want a little bit of money? Like, $20? And they were like, no, 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 nothing. And then, like, the oldest child in the family recently got a call and they were asking sorry and they were asking for a donation and then when she said i'm sorry we don't have that kind of money they revoked a lot of the stuff what and it was just like fuck you church you suck and then at the funeral they were asking members for donations all about that money give me lots of money if you don't have it then run me you're gonna get out of him you're not my honey yeah. That was great. <laughs> we can smoke more of Give my weed. Give me all that money. Give me all that money. If you don't, I run me. If you don't, I run me. You could be my honey. You could be my honey. If you got my money. <laughs> if you got my money. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's a... I forget her Ooh. name. Hinshook. Okay. This is the weed rapping right now. <laughs> I'm like, do you become that's a music the back, producer? That's what the backtrack would be. I feel like if, if that's there a were... song, like that's that a is. fucking hey, world. If you're hearing that song, tell people that I write music. To whom it may concern, <laughs> Doug just wrote a song about the Unification Church. <laughs> if you that's got my is. money, if you got my money, At if you 10%. don't, I run it. If you don't, I run it. You could be my honey. You could be my honey. If you got my money. If you got my money. You gotta have a vegan version though. <laughs> you can eat my agave. 
Well, what rhymes agave with my... is implied. I know. <laughs> but I feel but like it it's not the rendition. So, it rhymes so beautifully. Twice as funny down, though. <laughs> honey, money, runny. Runny mead. That's Ooh, a street in the valley. Fun, funny will be in, in the song. Sunny Moore? Ma- you might think it's funny. Huh? No, because Sunny Moore is worth at least $20 million. I'm talking with Sunny. I named my viol after Sonny Moore. A lot of people don't realize that that's Skrillex, but I named it after him when I was a big fan of from first to last. <laughs> I never really heard them. Mm. We'll play it. Face to face. Did you ever hear them? No. Big, Are you into Screamo? Big wig. Are you into Screamo? No. Why not? <laughs> I feel like that would be like the sexiest ex-LDS member thing. Like, He's blonde. He doesn't have blue eyes, but it'll be really nice to your mom. And Hazel. he loves... Hazel eyes. Hazel, whatever. Blue is <laughs> overrated. Blue is for mutants. Hazel is a better kind of mutant. Yeah. I've I, been have, told I, I have two colors. I've been told I have hazel, but I say they're green. But I'm like, hazel is green, but it's also shit colored. So I'm like, Kelly Clarkson can have it. I don't want it. The green, though, on the outside of the brown, it makes, it makes up for it. And there's two colors. Her eye. That's pretty cool. That's like my husky. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hazel eyes, everyone. Two really colors good. per eye. I almost tried to say I'm really good at burping and I burp, but I didn't have enough burp. That was burp. a pretty good burp. Thank you. I didn't have enough burp to say burping. That was like an eight. Thank you. Yeah. It's funny because I finished like 75% of it, so thank you. It's like an extra five for effort. Yeah. I feel really bad today because I left work yesterday when I wasn't supposed to, and then my boss reprimanded me after... She should have fired me five years ago when I was 18 and showed up for work all unprofessional. I feel so bad, so I'm happy now to be smoking weed. It's so much fun. There are so many mutant mutant Ninja Turtle fabrics around me. It's beautiful. Right? Yes, child of the 80s you are. The pillow and the blanket. I'm really really psyched on Ready Player One. I want to talk about that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. So the challenge that's happening... Oh, uh, sure, yeah. It's vegan. Trident Layers is not vegan. It has gelatin. Oh. It, I can talk about being vegan all day, but no one wants to hear it. When you want to hear it, tell me. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about different vegan things. And I'll ta- I can bring issues of The Economist. If we want to use up either of our data, we can log on to my Economist account and read any Economist article. I'm serious. I have... Well, I have a, I have a general structure. Okay. And it's like, uh, I'll, I, I'll, I'll be asking about, like, what you do and what your favorite part about uh-huh. it is, and um, I bring something, the chaos and something that you'd want to do, but I'll, but I welcome tangents too, so we can talk about whatever. I'm really whatever. good at that. I'm we really good at We can talk about tangents. whatever, and we can. This episode can be as long as it wants to be. How long is your longest bit? Um, and I have lipstick. Four hours. Yeah. Like four hours, four and a half minutes. Anytime, if we want to take inventory, we can see what Doug's guests brought into the car. It might be worth dozens of dollars. It might. If you call in now at 1-800-YAMATAT. Is that seriously the number? No. That, it should be. That'd be dope. Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. Whoa, that's an amount that I need. I have a nail file. Right? Yeah, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. seven plus an area code. Your gum's right there. Holy shit. 1-800-YAMATAT, and then that could be the call-in, and then people could call into the podcast. Oh, shit. I'm trying to find a way to, like, position myself so that my shoes don't get anything dirty. Okay. Sorry if my legs touch oh, you too cool. much. Oh, um, so 
I do actually write music, and there's CDs under your feet, and what? you can have one of them <gasps> as a gift from really? coming on the show. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> if you want to save CDs, you can just send me the MP3s. No, I mean, like, I have a bunch, and then I have the, all the MP3s just saved, so. Oh, yeah. Just show me so I don't step on them soon. Okay. They're, like, right under those um, pajama pants. These are pajama pants? Yeah. I love your car. Thank you. It's orange, and it's under a Domino's napkin. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. What genre? Um, Singer-songwriter. Really glad you came, EP. <laughs> Hung over to dry sleep while Sierra's dark go on. Was it worth it? Four and a half? No, four out of twelve. Four of twelve, yeah. I made twelve of those copies. Oh, fancy. Um, but, yeah, that was a fun one. How old were you? Uh, this is maybe three years ago. Oh, damn. Baby Doug. Yeah, Sierra's Start. That was a fun song. That was a fun song. That's on my uh, band camp. <laughs> Check out my band camp, everyone. <laughs> really glad you came. Bandcamp.com. Oh, it's so appreciative. I feel like a lot of people in entertainment are not appreciative of the people around them <laughs> and the people that give opportunity to them. I do a lot. I got a piano. Really? Yeah. I got two pianos at my house. One that the previous owners left and a keyboard. It's awesome. <coughs> a keyboard counts. I love piano and I love guitar. Did right? you ever take and piano I play lessons? Both. Uh, yeah, piano lessons from age 6 to 12. Damn. And then I stopped at age 12 because that's when my mom said I could. And I was like, yeah, I want to stop. Because <laughs> by the end of it, I wasn't enjoying lessons. I just wanted to play sometimes, maybe. But I just had skill and I just kind of didn't really appreciate it. That was so nonchalant. I just had skill. I didn't appreciate it. I quit. Yeah. But I quit when my mommy said I could. I'm a good boy. AGB. That's like something that my boyfriend and I say a lot. There are four, four things you can be. Well, two things any person of a specific gender can be. You can be two things. You can have this LaCroix anytime you want. I love sharing. I don't think I have mono. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let me take a drink of Dew. Yeah. Whew. Your fancy Dew. Isn't that great that it works as a table? Yeah. Is this a whiteboard? Uh, yeah. I think my dad has the same one at home. It's like the same size. I bought it at a... Thrift store? No, no, no. I think it was a garage sale. I love garages. They sell the cheapest stuff. Yeah. Is that a synth board or a keyboard or a laptop? No, that's my laptop. So that's fancy. Um... After this is recorded, I'll I'll bust out the laptop, <coughs> and, and <coughs> oh shit! Take a hit of your deal. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll bust out the laptop. This is a little behind the curtain for the listeners, but uh, I'll take out the laptop and then I'll connect my phone to the laptop and just transfer this recording right over, and then turn this wave into an MP3. And then drag it onto the theme song, save that, and then I have to make an XML file. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's, I'm I'm like the producer, you know, so I have to put it out on my own. It's cool. But I just, like, gotta seek out Wi-Fi.
sorry. I'm texting my boyfriend about how he's been mean about calling me fat. See, my dad and brothers used to call me fat too, and I feel like in the church, that's something they don't teach. They tell you, like, don't be friends with people of the gender to which you're attracted. Also, don't be gay. Also, don't be bi. Also, don't be... Don't be non-cisgender. Oh, it's a very, like, straight line trick. The only problem I've had with, like, Mormon missionaries, LDS missionaries, is, like, talking to them is fine. Like, they're fine people. It's just when we talk about gay things. Like, I'm not even a big gay <laughs> proponent. I'm just, like, I'm post-gay rights. Like, let's get to asexual rights. Because I grew up in a church where, like, you have to get married after not dating or kissing or having sex before marriage. Right. You have to do everything in the church. You have to be what your husband wants you to be. So I didn't want to shave. And my brother was like, you have to prepare yourself for your future husband. And I'm like, my future husband better love my hairy armpits. Yeah. My future husband better buy me ice cream, okay? My future husband better be okay with whatever deodorant I do or do not wear. Yeah. But, um, no, like, get married, have babies. Have at least three babies. Don't adopt. If you do adopt, make sure it's because you're barren and get it from another person in the church. Yeah, that's the three how, donation babies. Like that resonates with OBS too. Really? Where it's like try and have your own babies and then then adopt. I think the thing like I know some people who have done that and like I love that they're encouraged to adopt. I'm just like, why do you have to have any babies in the first place? There are already enough kids that need homes. Yeah. Like, take some off the street and then when there are none without homes. And the world needs more babies. If that's ever a scenario, then make more. But does the world really need that? No, it doesn't. Also, when I solve all homelessness, this will help a lot. And we're not going to talk in specifics on the podcast because in the wrong hands, it'll be monetized and, like, shit. And you want it to be yours. Yeah. Like, I want to be the head of it. You want to make sure it goes right. Yeah. And I want to yeah. have, like... um. I have a couple friends who, like, are going to help me get the Kickstarter video together, and it's going to be concise, and maybe stop motion. <laughs> what? Well, I think, like, anytime you're asking people for money, you need to be really transparent. That's something I've learned growing up in the church, like, a lack of transparency I'm, when dealing with I'm other people's money. I'm going to be 100% transparent oh, yeah, on, you have to be. on the Kickstarter. Like, provide but a But right now, I'm, I'm being vague because I don't want anyone to know it yet no when money is in your hands that's when you have to be 100 percent honest with the people yeah and like when it comes to like obtaining money under pretenses i'm like okay unobtainium on obtain <laughs> i know like i swear when i'm sober i'm 14 no, months I sober said it. i said it you said it right okay you well I, st I still money. say everything wrong <laughs> like <laughs> everything but uh no I was just I, a joke. Yeah. i'm easy to make fun of that I'm was so an Avatar joke. That's so dated. I've never seen Avatar. I saw it. I think I actually saw it twice because I wanted to experience the 3D again. I was like, it's, it was, it was really innovative 3D, and it was, it felt like it surrounded you sometimes. And, I'm... and for that, I was like, it was worth it. But the story was like Fern Gully. Like they just fucking did Fern Gully. What's Fern Gully? Oh, it's a cartoon that was in the 90s, and it was about um, these developers coming in and threatening this, like, mother tree and all of the land around it. Basically, just, like, developers coming in and demolishing, like, a forest, and in so the middle... So it's just anti-gentrification. Um... 
Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. That that archetype. Yeah, and 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 it's it's really really cool looking animation, and um, so I... basically, James Cameron was probably like, "What if there was a movie?" <laughs> like he probably was like thinking of Fern Gully, but just trying to spin his own way. And then he's like, "What if there was a movie where there was an environment, and it's gonna get fucked up by humans, and then the environment, the people who live in the environment, fight back." But with 3D. <laughs> Honestly, I'm too poor to see any movie then... in 3D or IMAX. Oh, oh yeah, wait. that shit's expensive. Yeah, I think. Um, I think there's some IMAX from Movie Pass. I'm barely able to. Movie Pass? Isn't that like a subscription? Yeah. That's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like buying from Sephora is expensive too. Yeah, but when I when I, when I use it, I I use it like a couple times a month, and then I'm like, it already paid for itself. Yeah, that's like a silent theater um, cine family membership. Cine family was garbage, but the silent theater was pit. So like back when they would show good stuff, like silence once a week, or like at least like a few times a week, then like it would pay for itself with one show with a guest and a free popcorn. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm a stoner. It's okay. Me too. No, I think I smoke more weed than you because I feel like you're trying to pace yourself and I'm like, I'm here. I drove all the way to motherfucking LA. I need to get stoned. No, I'm trying to figure out this. Thing. How long have you had it? It's uh, I got it like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so you're excited about your new baby? Yeah. Okay, so light okay. it and then. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I can't multitask. <laughs> Here you go. Watching me be a stoner. Yeah. That was a great bowl. Thank you. I just feel like your bowl is too tiny. I'm like your bowl is too tiny for my tolerance. Well, it's great for you. I do the I do the shallow bowls too to stretch it out. Cause then then the hits are greener, um, <coughs> more consistent more consistently. So if it's like half and a half. I'm probably the worst guest. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry I didn't park in a better place so we could just hang in my car, which is the little my car. No, it's cool. We have the car tent. I know this your is car the, tent is fancy. This is the thing I wanted to try out, and it's working. What do you mean? We're having a podcast. Oh, have you not had a podcast dinner before? No. Why not? Um, because people, people don't know- want to hang in a car. I do that all the time. Mm. I hang in cars. That's what happens when you live with your parents. <clears throat> When you grow up in California and you can't afford to move away, you can't afford to let your parents be without a roommate, yeah. then you gotta live together and smoke elsewhere. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll live on the street for a minute, sleep in my car, chill out, work when I work. That's being self-sufficient. But I'm also determined to end all homelessness, and it's, it's gonna be able to happen... Like, the, everything could start this year. It's a selfless goal. Because I know a lot of people who want to get rich. And I'm like, do enough to support yourself, 
And then once you have your shit together without stepping on other people, then, like, <coughs> then put on other people's oxygen masks. Yeah. But all homelessness, everyone. Know, yeah. Yamatat, Yamatators. Taters. Stay, Yamatators. Stay tuned. You and me and all the taters. <laughs> yeah, you and me and Beth and Talk. Um, so. We were talking about something before we talked about Avatar. I was ranting about the church or something. You talked about how, like, in the LDS, they tell you to have your own. And then I think a lot of churches tell you to make babies so that you are definitely going to have children who know no life outside the church. So that's why they encourage adopting a little less. Yeah, I guess. And also, because, like, when you have kids, then you depend on others more. So you'll depend on the church. And then the church, like, you haven't gotten back will make you believe in the (coughs) church more. I think, like... Churches encouraging people to make babies is a big part of any church. I think on a core level, like, on a human level, it could be kind of cool to see a little version of me running around. And yeah. That's, and, and it's like, it's... A, it, it's conceited and narcissistic, it's, but it's true. It's selfish, but it's also a family and... But you like, can have a family with a people family... that don't look like you. Huh? You can have a family yeah. with people. That's and uh, true. like, I don't really look like my mom too much, and I feel like she resented me a little bit for that. But I realized, like, later in life, like, she didn't like the white devil in me because there is definitely white devil. <laughs> and and there's a little in me that I got from my daddy in that I used to tell her to learn English, but she's fluent in like six languages. So I mean, I was a Holy piece shit. of shit little white devil. So she was right. <laughs> so, but I mean, like, she—if she could go back in time, she would have free abortions, and she'd live in Brazil. And who knows what she'd do with her life then. She knows that, like, making babies with a man is not going to bring you happiness. Yeah. Seeing little not. versions of herself didn't make her happy. Right. And and I'm not saying it would make me happy. I'm just saying, like... It's cool. It, like, if it happened, when it happened, the I'd be like... Cute. I'd be like, whoa. They're awesome. cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm cute. I was cute. And I'd spend time with him. <laughs> You'd be motivated to spend time with him because I'd be a cute. good dad. But, like... When I when I talk about like polyamory, all this new coming up, I'm like, yeah, it could work. Like if the other person that I'm with is also in agreement that like she can see other people and I can see other people, and then we also have a kid. It's like, yeah. So I think like polyamory has a little bit to do with asexuality and that it's a little like it's a little deviant from the norm. But with asexuality having to do with the church, like, my thing was always, like, people wanted me to get married and make babies. Whereas, like, I just wanted to live my life and make myself happy and help other people if I could. Yeah. And, like, sex doesn't need to be a part of my life. And my pe- my parents were like, when are you going to give us grandbabies? <laughs> like, that's a big thing. And I'm like, being asexual or gray asexual, mm-hmm. like, you don't want that pressure on you. And being with people that, like, having grown up gray asexual as a teenager and hearing all my friends' sexual frustrations, I was like, I don't get it. You guys are making this shit up. <laughs> like, why does sex cause so many problems? I don't understand it. But having grown up in the church, like, that's when asexuality became a problem. Because they expect you to have sex. And, like, sexual purity is a thing you need. And yeah. with asexuality, you don't choose it. It's another orientation. It's not like celibacy. It's just you don't, you feel different. And then you're, it's you're more, feeling it's so more like with an indifference. And yeah. then if it happens, dope. No. <laughs> no? No. People are pushed into sex. If it, if you happen to feel that urge and you experience it and you enjoy it, then great. 
And that's why there's gray sexuality, where there are those blurred lines. But, like, the problem for me was I was always gray sexual. So it's like I didn't want sex, and then sometimes I did. And, like, feeling like my Wait, dad only... gray asexual? Yeah, like, not quite sexual. Okay. Not quite non-sexual. Yeah. And so, like, being in the church, like, they want you to get married and have sex and make babies. And, like, sexual purity is just a big deal. It's like in so many churches. Yeah. And I was like, Wait why? until you're married. Yeah. That sort of thing. Like, they had the... They had shirts that say, like, you're worth waiting for, and so am I, <laughs> in the church, <laughs> with their, like, missionaries who were, like, high school graduates about to go into college. Like, my brother was Special Task Force, which became Next Gen Academy. They were the fundraisers and witnessers. Next Gen? That sounds like, um, Star Trek. Second Gen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next Generation. Yeah. These but are next the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. But they're the voyages of the witnessers who sleep in Walmart parking lots. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Specifically the crack of the van if you're the thinnest fundraiser. <laughs> That's it, no. Like, if you're the thinnest fundraiser, you sleep on the floor of the van. <laughs> My oldest brother is thin, but he was only thin enough to sleep in the crack once. I think you and I would both sleep in seats. Like, we need the seats, but the thinnest kids sleep in the crack every night. <laughs> and that's supposed to, like, you know, embolden your character, prepare you for marriage. But you're really just raising money for the church. Yeah. You sell, like, these wind, wind shines that cost, like, $5 to make, and they sell them for $25 for the church. And what my brother would do is he would hang out outside banks. He would solicit people at banks. You get money all the time. And then you say, I restored whatever dollar amount you sold that day. And if you restored nothing. if You you... got prizes, huh? No, just bragging rights. But uh, if you made nothing, then you say, I restored love. And my brother said he cried every day being a missionary. The only problem is, like, how much of that money is going towards someone's cocaine fund? Because the moon descendants are big cocaine addicts. They are. Are there any, like, famous LDS members or ex-members that are, like, controversial figures? Um. Like, big cocaine addicts is what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, it's a big church. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't pay attention to, like, Like news or, or, or the church unless I hear about it on, like, Twitter or something. Because I'm, I'm just like, I experimented. What would it be like if I took a break and just didn't go to church for a while? So how long Turns out, been? it's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's been, um, like, almost four years. How's your life different? Um, <coughs> I feel a lot less stress. Stress to, um go to church and, like, have a responsibility there, and, um... What was your responsibility? Um, I don't know, I'd, I'd been, like, a teacher before. Really? Yeah. What'd you teach? Um, gospel principles. So, it's, like, talking about the plan of salvation, and, like, we come here after, um, the pre-earth life and we're here and then there's a veil and we don't remember that's the veil is over our minds mm-hmm. and then there's a possibility of going to three kingdoms after this life really what what does that mean the terrestrial kingdom which is the lowest one the t- 
Celestial Kingdom, which is the next highest. And then the Celestial Kingdom, which is the top kingdom. So is that when you make a lot of babies? That's part of it. <laughs> okay, what else? You gotta make babies, you gotta get married in the temple, which I did. I'm divorced. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. How long? We were married for eight months. Damn! How long were... How long have you, or how old were you? I was um, 26 when we got married and 27 when we got divorced. Yeah, my brother just got married. He turned 27 like three days before. And like, man, when we knew it was bad, we were just like, this, we gotta, we gotta talk to someone. And we did counseling. Mm-hmm. And then the counselor was like, you know what? For the next week, just take sex out of it. Really? Yeah. And we were supposed to be in our honeymoon period and like, you know, in it. <laughs> in it. On it. But feeling it. We weren't feeling it. So what was your reason for divorce? Um, just... Irreconcilable differences on the form, but because there just wasn't anything there, and it sucked, and every day it dug at both of us. It dug at Doug. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, it, (coughs) it was like an unfortunate, like, a lot of pressure from family and church like we were dating and then it seemed like the next inevitable step and then that step and it was wrong and we both felt it and it sucked but I think we're both better off for it hope you're well out there That was seven years ago. 2011 was the wedding, and the divorce was in 2012. You graduated high school in 2012. (laughs) So, yeah. The divorce. That's the most... I think that's the most I've talked about it. Um, But... It was good. And I didn't say her name, either. <laughs> good! Yeah, I didn't need to, to tell, like, um... It's like respecting your children's mother. It's like you can go through divorce and not have bitter feelings. It's part of moving on. Yeah. My dad doesn't talk shit about his ex-wife. I don't know how long they were married. Probably not long. Maybe a year or less or more. I don't know. Yeah. They didn't have kids, but my mom is his second wife. He was my mommy's first and only. So, like, one kid in, like, elementary school called my mom a hooker mom because she's, like, dark Brazilian and my dad's white, like, Aryan. And huh. and a it was because, mom? like, a hooker mom because, like, she came here and got naturalized after having three kids, <laughs> youngest of whom was eight. And then, uh, yeah, now she, uh, she got citizenship for all three kids. Dual citizenship, but... If she's a hooker, she got a John that's been with her for almost 30 years and pays the mortgage and 
<laughs> yeah, she's doing fine. <laughs> she's the hooker. I'm proud of her. She's a hard-working woman. She, uh, she pulled a, um, Julia Roberts, um, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. <laughs> he wasn't that rich. My dad's not rich. He's a teacher. And now he's retired and poor. And your dad's, your dad is Angeles. Richard Gere. My dad is Richard Moore. Close. Like Richard Moore of Case Closed and Father Richard Moore of the Exorcisms of Emily Rose. What? Yeah, common name, Richard Moore. For real? Yeah. Richard Keith Moore. From the movie? Yeah. Whoa. Well, not him, like, for real, but, like, the same name. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> not that many people have the name Katja Moore. A few people have the name Isabel Moore, Mark Moore, Jonathan Moore. Yeah. But Katja Moore. I'm Elijah, Elijah Wood Moore. I ran into Elijah Wood in the arts district. I almost ran into him with my boyfriend's bike. But my boyfriend was like, wait, it's Elijah Wood. And I was like, you've been here for how many years? And you get excited at the sight of celebrities. Like, come on, who cares? He's just a short DJ. He's not that special. I would want Wilfred to... sucks. <laughs> like, Lord of the Rings is good, but Wilfred sucks. I would want to talk to him about Lord of the Rings. Be like, yo. I got excited when I saw that Lord of the Rings video game. What was it like Mash. to turn invisible? <laughs> Were you just like off screen like, for a little bit? He's like, I didn't really turn invisible. And I'm like, come on, I saw that shit. <laughs> okay, so when my brother, my brother the... I saw it with my own eyes, Elijah. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter. When my second oldest brother was really into DVDs and Lord of the Rings when it was coming out, like the third one had just come out. Mm -hmm. uh, he said he had a nightmare that we bought like a whole Lord of the Rings set of DVDs, like a fancy set, but in full screen. Oh no. Yeah! That's he's so the, funny that that's the nightmare. He's the one that just made a movie. I used to have some full screen. Uh, uh, I have Dumb and Dumber on VHS and full screen. I love VHS. <laughs> I have show people by King Dieter on VHS. That cost me $24. What's show people? It's a 1928 silent romantic comedy with William Hines, who was gay, and Marion mm. Davies, who was William Randolph Hearst's mistress. By the way, my brother's name is Jonathan Moore. I miss him. You should be friends with him. He's like nine years younger than you. <laughs> and he would totally abort if he got a girl pregnant. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> Shout out, Jonathan Moore. Go watch his movie. I don't think he'll let me, so I'll have to live vicariously through anyone who does. What I movie? don't know anything about it. I just know that he made it. <laughs> what I type of movie is it? I don't know anything about it. I just know he made it. Like, he rented equipment, <coughs> and he did it. <coughs> cool. And he's done. So it's so like I, an indie. Yeah. Gorilla Indiana, Indiana Jones uh, is the full. Uh. Were any of the Indiana Jones movies actually independently made? Mm, I figure Spielberg. Spielberg? Spielberg? He went to, right? where was it? CSULB. Yeah. My brother used to live in Long Beach. Steven Spielberg supposedly donates a lot of money to CSULB because he went there. Hmm. And I'm like, that's sick. Yeah. Cal State. Fuck you, Steve. I don't want to have to have a five on my Cal AB exam. I got a four and that's good enough for me. I don't want to retake it. Yeah, smoke more of my weed. Why am I sober? It's all right. I'll load it up again. I have a bubbler in my car. I don't know if you prefer those. I um, just want to make you as stoned as I want to be. No, I am... 
I'm such a rude guest. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I feel like I'm, I'm more high energy. I'm loading. I was loading another bowl. Like, <laughs> I'm so impatient. I'm so sorry I didn't bring any prune juice or kombucha. That's okay. I'm so broke. <laughs> you know, I saw like a one hundred dollars like charge in my Bank of America account. Now I'm down to three figures. Like, I need to have at least four figures in case like an emergency happens or my avo dies tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I need at least a thousand in case I gotta buy a plane ticket to Brazil. In case my parents need me money for the mortgage. Yeah. It's like, we have to have a thousand dollars among the three of us. <laughs> and I'll take it upon that to have it myself, because my parents are poor. Uh, growing up in L.A. makes you poor. Where'd you grow up? I, I grew up, um, all over the place. We yeah, just, you said you lived in Northern California? I was born in the Bay Area, and we moved around a lot. We moved to Reno. Reno. <coughs> And then we moved to Tulsa, and then we moved to Santa Maria, and then we moved to northern Kentucky. That's where I went to high school. How is Kentucky? It's interesting. Uh, like, I was glad to leave, but I miss some of my friends there. Why were you glad to leave? Because I wanted to go to, back to California. I missed California from when I lived there from Santa Maria, age um, 10 to 14. Very formative years. Yeah. And I was like, California's fucking dope. I want to go back any way I can. So I called my buddy Jordan. We were old college friends. And I was like, hey, man, I'm moving. Like, when I got back from the mission, the Dominican... Dominican Republic, if I speak Spanish. That's cool. Yeah, and... Like, how fluent would you describe your Spanish? Or how fluent was it? I'm, I'd am i say I'm like 85% at all times. Okay. So which college did like, you go to? I can, I can go into it and back back out of it. and. You should I, talk Spanish with my mom. I've got, a, I've got a comedian friend who speaks Spanish, and I... Like, you should write Spanish comedy. Well, check it out. So, he followed me back on Twitter. I'm not gonna say who he is, but just he, he followed me. Back, and then we were DMing, and I was like, "Hey, man, it just occurred to me that you and I both speak Spanish, and we could record a podcast entirely in Spanish. And if any of our friends wanted to know what the fuck we were talking about, they'd have to learn another language." <laughs> And then, and then, uh, and then I go, and then we could have a Patreon for like five bucks a month. If people who, for people who don't want to learn another language, you'll listen to it in English, but it'll be a voiceover, not of us. It'll be two, uh, two other people <laughs> just translating what we said. You should have my mom on it. It'd be cute. You could get conservative nun lady reaction. She wanted to be a nun before you know, she joined the Unification Do you know what the title of the podcast is? Somos bilingües. Yeah! <laughs> That's great, right? You don't want to add any... Like, are there vulgarities in Spanish? Yeah. Like what? Mierda? No, no, no. I mean, like, in the podcast. <laughs> like, would there be? I assume there oh, would yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah! Okay, because I'm like, why have a podcast if I'm not going to learn anything dirty? Yeah. Or, I, like, anything slang? Yeah. I, I, other than Spanish. That's I cool. speak freely. and Good. Like, I encourage it. But, like, didn't you get a lot of jobs for speaking in Spanish? Um, 
did you ever utilize that in the workplace? Yeah, actually. Because you're in California now. With a call center job. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> I almost call, call center jobs just suck. Yeah. I hate them so much. Mm. I die inside while I'm there. Aww. I'm like, what am I? What am I doing? Am I getting paid? I'm just contributing to capitalism and being like, buy something that you don't need. Hey, buy this. Hey, buy this. But in Spanish. Yeah. So where else would you want to utilize your Spanish skills? Um, there are other avenues. Acting. I could fucking. Be I the can... white guy on Spanish soap operas. Yeah, where the fuck you got to audition for that. I don't know. Why don't you have an agent to audition? You need to capitalize on your Spanish. Por que no? Por que no? Si no, por qué? Hablo español, entonces puedo actuar en español. Actuar? Es yeah. branquillo. Just say that over and over. Es branquillo. <laughs> es un güero. Estoy un güero. Estoy un blanquito. What's blanquito? The little white guy. That's what they call him? Oh, no, that's, just, that's just what my character would be. Oh, okay. Because it's branquinho in Portuguese. I'm branquinha. Oh. I'm trying to figure out Spanish because I don't do Spanish. I do Portuguese. Bla- yeah, blanquito. Be like, oh, it sounds like a little blanket. Like, like little, I'm Michael Jackson's little, son. Little whitey. Little white guy. Was his son really <laughs> named Blanket? No, I'm just. Wait, Michael Jackson? I don't know. I don't know enough about him. Feels but he's, like a rumor. Like, he's, like, from Encino Blanket. or something. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is, like, I watch South Park. Hey, I'm Blanket. Yeah, I saw that on South Park, dude. <gasps> Where he's, like, dangling him out the window or something. There was a girl who was really mean to me in AP Chemistry because I would talk about South Park with one of our lab partners recently. And she would mock us. <laughs> and be like, you're not better than me. You're on a religious visa. Okay, religion is bullshit. <laughs> I don't have any disrespect for people on visas, but religious visa? Come on. My mom was here on a religious visa, probably. Or marriage visa? I don't know. I think, like, the embassy in Brazil was, like, bullshit to her. So she went through Korea. She went from Brazil to Korea to the United States instead of just Brazil to the United States. It's really hard to get a visa. Like, if you're someone's fiancé or wife, like, you have to wait five years. Whoa. I don't think Trump understands immigration. He doesn't understand anything. Yeah. <laughs> and like you and I were both born in California. <coughs> yep. So what do we know about immigration? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I just know that there's a better way than building a fucking wall. Yeah. And I just feel like the only thing I can do is listen to immigrants. Yeah. And and people who are who are working with them and immigration. Children, children of immigrants. And yeah. Well, I'd say, like, for me, it's been fine. But for my mom, like, I feel like she's a douche bastard. <laughs> You're eating that, like, a Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Tried it. How are you feeling, Brad? I feel great. So, um, so for work, uh-huh. tell, the, tell, the, tell the listeners what you do. I work in an office. I'm boring. <laughs> really boring. <laughs> What, yeah. what do you do at the office? Boring ass office stuff. Food <laughs> returns, processing sales. I'm supposed to learn pricing this week. Yeah. Boring ass shit. It's so boring. And then I've done side work. I used to audition for stuff as a kid, and they were like, "You look too old. We don't want you." Hmm. 
Because I was a 14-year-old that looked 18 or something. What's your What's your passion? Like, what What's your What's your something? If you were like, if I could do this forever, and it doesn't have to be this one thing, what would that look like? Stay-at-home dog mom. 100%. Yeah? That's what I want to be today. <laughs> I want to be a stay-at-home dog mom and full-time student. <laughs> and then, like, I want to be a certified managerial accountant and stay-at-home dog mom. <laughs> like, I want to have an accounting degree and make money for myself. And then also, like, I want to be a dog mom and stay at home. <laughs> That's all I want to do. It's a noble goal. Do you, do you like dogs? I think dogs are dope. Did you ever have any dogs? Yeah. Um, My family's only ever had two German Shepherds. The German Shepherd mix when I was little and the German Shepherd, Husky German Shepherd now. We had a Golden Retriever when I was a kid named Charlie. And we named him after All Dogs Go to Heaven, Charlie. I never saw it. Oh, really good. I was thinking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) But like the book, not Johnny Depp's shitty movie. Right. Or Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka was cool, mm-hmm. but Johnny Depp was shitty. There's nothing to it. And he takes a bite of ramen. The Candyman? No, the, um... Oh, no, Willy Wonka in the there candy room. There is no place I know. Nothing compares with pure imagination. Something there. And you'll see into your imagination. I remember the melody. I don't remember the actual words. Gene Wilder can tell us if he were alive. If his ghost were here. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, no. I think I think it's po- very possible that um, in the theory of parallel dimensions, where there's parallel universes and there's multiple versions of all of us, and in one universe, I knock the bong over, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Ugh. And you're like, oh, man, and you're laughing a little bit, and then you grab some paper towels. But in this version, I'm just going to hold this and smoke this. Yeah! And not drop the bong. But do you know what I mean? That where that, that theory of parallel dimensions where there's multiple, there's infinite possibility. Well, I mean, like, do you think that, um, parallel dimensions can interfere with one another? That's my, that's what I was getting to. So, like, people who say they've seen ghosts, why wouldn't it be possible that one of the parallel dimensions of Earth is dead people? So then when people see ghosts, they're like, I saw that person. I knew that person. I saw them. I talked to them. You're like, well, maybe they passed from the ghost dimension for a minute. And then the reason you don't see them right now is they went back to the ghost dimension. My mom tells me not to be naked because all the spirits will see me. (laughs) And she's like, they're good and bad spirits, but like, don't be naked around them, okay? Be modest. My mom means well. She just prefers modesty. She's going to be a nun. She's the youngest of six girls. She's cute, though. She had freckles. I don't have freckles. I just get sunburned. I have a million freckles. I envy you. Freckles are cool. It's like 
I I was I was theorizing earlier. I was like, it's like uh, God had um a a shaky tattoo tattoo gun hand when he was doing your tan. Yeah, <laughs> and just all over the place. And I'm like, ow, ow, ah, could you just, just at least be consistent? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a consistent farmer's hand, but I've been working on it, so it's, like, not bad. <laughs> I tan very easily. That's the Brazilian in me. That's the bad part. Yeah, I burn very easily. That's the, um... I tan and probably, burn. Probably Irish or Scottish or English. It's like, when I, once I get dark enough, I just burn. Yeah. I burn, too. It sucks. I catch on fire. <laughs> That's why I stay. I like find shade like next to a light pole when I'm walking somewhere. So when you wear foundation, what's your shade? Since you're so white. I don't know. Porcelain. I don't. I don't usually wear makeup. Kat Von D white out. I have no idea. <laughs> when do you wear makeup? Because you did acting. Yeah, in the college. Only, so you must the, have had makeup consistently in colleges, right? Um, I think it's like when you're older and doing projects outside of school, then it's like whatever system you're on. But like sometimes, sometimes if they've done makeup and sometimes not. Really? Yeah. Sometimes they'll just be like, "Hey, you showed up. Cool." Oh no, no, no! I mean, like in your adult years, yeah, I expect it would be like that, or like they'd expect you to be cool with whatever you have on your face. But but like, but like uh, stage makeup, yeah, uh-huh. I've I've done I've done like uh, high school plays. So what was that like? Um, it's fine. I, I don't prefer theater, though, because I'm, like, the thought of, um, doing a show mm-hmm. over and over and over again, and then people loving it, and then doing it over and over and over again, more and more and more, like, it'd be cool to interact with those, those audiences, but the creator in me wants to make more things. things yeah and so i have all these tv show ideas that i want to make and movie ideas and so I'm, it's like you can absolutely do the performing just like is required in stage acting but like you want it to be more personal right okay. and and i'm writing a book about my life um and <sighs> i got a lot i want to do that's where you and I differ, because I feel like I'm more of an improv person, so or like if someone gives me a script, I'm like, okay, like if you want me to ad-lib, I can. If you want me to stick to this, I can. Yeah, I can do more of the I'd acting like and the improvisation, whereas like, like I prefer other people do the writing. I'm not so big on writing. I love writing. See, that's why I prefer people who love writing, because I'm like, you do the work. <laughs> can I pay you to do my school papers? <laughs> I love writing. I love, um correct grammar me too i learned i learned how to use a semicolon recently and i was like all right cool wait how basically if if you're if the two sentences connected to the semicolon um are about the same thing like it feels like it's still the same thought it's like a pronounced comma right yeah yeah it's like look it's it's Basically saying, look, um, um, so be like, I don't know if I can go to the show tonight, semicolon, 
I have diarrhea. I don't think I could handle the pit. The mosh pit. I don't think I could handle the pit. It's like an explanatory. Like, what I typically use semicolons for when I was a kid. It's like when you're doing vocabulary and you write out the word, and then you do colons, and then you do the definition, and then you do semicolon, a similar definition, but, like, just different rewarding. Like, another definition. You know, if there are multiple definitions. Or multiple ways a word can apply. Because that's how dictionary.com does it, and I would copy and paste. Another poll? Yeah. I'm always down. <coughs> Life is short. Smoke up what you ground. Oh, so you have dogs. Yes. Okay, so you said you had a golden retriever. Yeah. What else? Um, had a... Maybe a dog would have kept your marriage together. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe a dog would have suffered. But it would have... Yeah, well... Still would have added some joy. Mm. Doggies. True. Um... Let's see, a tabby cat? Oh, cute. Tinkerbell? I call Luna Stinkerbell. Mm. Luna's my French bulldog pet. We had a, uh, a white... Cat snowball. Aww. Yeah. I like dogs, but I love cats. Why? Just I don't know. They're they're chill and there's they're very low maintenance. Yeah. See, they're less needy for me. Like I want a baby I can push in a stroller. <laughs> Like, I'm that kind of dog mommy. Like, you'll see me at the grocery store with a stroller big enough to carry my purse and two doggies. And my prune juice. Thank you for acquiescing to my request to smoke weed consistently. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, can you help me? I'll remember why I first mentioned the acrylics, because I have hideous acrylics, and I forgot Apparently. that was a waste of time. Cool. Nails. Society. Telling you you need them. <laughs> Painting nails is fun. <laughs> I could absolutely paint your nails if it didn't get away get in the way of employment, because that seems to be men's biggest reason for not wanting to do it. That or, I'm a guy, which I think is a stupid reason. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy painting your nails. Like, glitter is fun. Kesha had a glitter roadie. That person's job was to pour glitter on her tits and her body. But, I mean, it's just never, it just never appealed to me. Not even black? I was never a rebellious kid. Really? Yeah, I wasn't that rebellious. Okay. Um, I just, I just wasn't. But I'd, I'd see a rated R movie here and there. What? Oh yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> That's how you were rebellious? Oh yeah. What? Okay, explain that logic to me. Why weren't you rebellious? How did you obey? No, I just like avoiding, avoiding drinking, avoiding smoking, avoiding like drugs and stuff was easy. So when did you first smoke? 
years ago. Are you serious? You yeah. went your whole marriage without smoking? Yeah. Maybe that's why you guys weren't happy. Was she anti-marijuana? Um, no. I don't think so. You didn't smoke weed till you were 30? Yeah. Wow. And so I appreciate it so much more. Like, I want to grow, and I want to have a pot shop called Doug's Nug. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at Dougies, but I'm listening. I already have I already have Doug's Nugs on Instagram and Twitter. The husky. Please break my stinker back. And he's a pug. <laughs> yes, those are my dogs. But Doug's Nugs. Yeah, D-O-U-G-S-N-U-G-S. That's why you should go to the valley. That's like the weed central. <laughs> have you never been to Van Nuys? Uh, yeah. What have you done there? Like shows? <sighs> I went on Let's Make a Deal. And I was like dancing in the crowd, and, <laughs> and this was, this was like, while my Lyme disease was advancing, and before I needed a cane, Aww. and my legs were hurting, but I was dancing anyway because that's what they tell you to do, dance so really? that you can yeah, because there's music going, and if you dance to the music, you might get called out from the host oh. to make a deal. So they pick like anyone from the crowd. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It sucks that you were hurting, though. Yeah, it was weird. And they didn't pick me, and I was like, fuck. I danced for nothing. And after that whole recording, they go, oh. Dance some more. No, they go, if you guys want, you can stay for the next recording. But you gotta dance. But yeah, you gotta dance the whole time. And I was like, Fuck this. I'm like hurting. I gotta go. I gotta go. I don't know what's happening. And I hadn't gotten my diagnosis yet of Lyme disease. That's one reason why I'm ah! titling my stand up tour Duplex Comedy Suplex The Lyme Disease Awareness Tour. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I'm going on tour in May. Really? Yeah. Where? Up the coast and then into Bend, Oregon. Oh my god. That's yeah. awesome. It's a theater show in Bend. Two nights. Holy shit. Is there an LA show? I'm excited. Um, I don't know. I hope I can book some shows before before I go up on, on the tour. Cause I've got a lot of a lot of stuff I wanna talk about on stage, so it's gonna any it's gonna fly by. Well, I'm gonna talk about the Lyme disease and um, <clears throat> make a couple jokes about like people don't really know what it is, so I'm gonna relate it to limes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I and, love that. And um, and. I'm going to talk about, like, growing up Mormon and just, like... Did you ever wear the silk undies? It was crazy. Yeah. What? The garments. Yeah. Those are not vegan if they're real silk. That's a problem for me. I'm like, if there's faux silk, that's cool. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I get the symbolism, but I'm not down with the silk stuff. But, yeah. 
But, like, what's the point of it? Is um, it, like, a marriage thing? Or what? Yeah, it's, like, has a lot of reminders it's on like it. It's, like, your butt is sacred, so, like, wear nice garments. <laughs> There's reminders on it of, like, the promises you make when you get married. And, like, it's, it's alright. <laughs> and I understand the meaning behind it, but they're uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> How are they uncomfortable? They're just like, I guess like cotton's the best for like undies. Yeah, and also they, they just look lame and I'm like Like they're not sexy. Yeah, I'm like, I'll just wear regular underwear. Are they expensive? Um no. But I just don't prefer Like what's that. the symbolism behind it? Just like um to lead a lead a straight straightforward life, like strong life, and not not drink, not do drugs, and um, like only have straight married sex. Yeah. So, like, do they say like no BDSM or anything? I don't know. I guess like what happens I think in mommy might, and daddy's I bedroom th- is secret. Yeah, I think that might vary person to person. I'm not sure. Do you judge Mormons who are into that? No. Really? Yeah, I don't judge anyone. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. I feel like I judge a lot. I think, like, people's sexual preferences are what they are. Oh, no, I feel like I judge on everything. And, and, like, as long as people aren't getting hurt who, like, are obviously not participating in the pain... Like, if the pain is sanctioned <laughs> on both sides, okay. Religious pain. God approved. <laughs> the, the, what's his name? What's his face? Reverend Sun Myung Moon had providential affairs. That's, uh, that's how he did it. He, uh, providential? God approved of his extramarital affairs. That's why, that's why he was allowed to have illegitimate children. Oh. But they kept them from killing them. He was just allowed to fuck to make them. He didn't have to acknowledge them. That's how that's how messiahs work, you know. The messiahs who die eight years before they say they're gonna die. Yeah, he was honored. His family's life is like a soap opera. I don't care to follow. It's no Mad Men, you know. It sucks. Like Mad Men's some good shit. I'm not racist toward Asian people. I had bad experiences with Asian people growing up because I grew up in the church. So I'm like, this is a bad sample. Aww. And it's like largely Asian. It's like yeah. largely Korean and Japanese. It's mixes of other things from like everywhere. And they hated your guys' church? No, no, those are the people in the church. Oh. Yeah. No, like I grew up in like Latino and white areas. But the church is like heavily Asian. And they try to marry people from different countries, so that's why you have to deal with immigration a lot. But they have a lot of people from Asia. Because it's like Messiah's from North Korea, the church is based in South Korea, they got a lot of members of Japan. They're, they're, like, kidnapping between Japanese and Korean people what? in the church. Like, there's shit. And, like, there's a lot of racism in Korea. Like, if you're a half-white, half-Korean kid, like, you're not a Scotch-Korean. You're not you're not a contradiction. You're a prostitute's child. What? You're the child of a white soldier <coughs> and a Korean prostitute. Even if your daddy's Korean and your mommy's white and they're happily married, like, that's the only reason why you're white and Korean. It's because your mommy's a whore. <laughs> and shit. your daddy ran off. Like... 
there there's problems with every country. Like Japan has problems with suicide because they don't talk about feelings and sex enough. And there's too much societal pressure and they don't talk about emotions enough from what I understand. And with Korea, it's like they're very strict and they're like my experiences in church like have been bad. And so like those represent like different countries and different sects of the church like in the various countries because there's a church in Brazil and there's a church here like the LA church means like immigrants but it's heavily Japanese in like Monterey Park it's okay. heavily Japanese heavily Korean in LA and then lots of like European and there's not much black um, from what I've noticed um, and white yeah like it's it's like just um, it's like a California suburb but like the different churches in, like, Korea, I don't know, like, different countries, like, let their culture seep into the church, and that's how they teach the church, and so you get, like, the bad parts of the church, which also represent the bad parts of Korea, and, like, they're very strict, and, like, they yell a lot, so that wasn't fun, so I was like, this is a bad introduction to Korean culture for someone who's not Korean. I was supposed to be given Korean, a Korean first name, just like my brothers, like, they were supposed to be given Korean first names, but we got regular first names, like, mine's Brazilian, my brothers are, like, white. And then we have Korean middle names. But my dad wanted to give us Korean names. Even though there are, like, other kids in the church that are not Asian at all, and they get Korean first names because, like, their fans are such big fans of the church. But then those kids get made fun of. Like, think of your children. Don't just do shit to please the Messiah. Because the Messiah would give the name to the firstborn child earlier in the days of the church. So it's like, it's whatever he wants. Whoa. And you're marrying someone he tells you to marry. Like, he's not thinking of you, so he'll marry biological siblings. He'll match biological siblings because he's a false prophet. What? Yeah, so they have to speak up and be like, I'm sorry, Messiah. Uh. Like, I can't make babies with my brother. <laughs> but he just married people and took their money. I can talk about the church, but I'm always angry. <laughs> By the way, my mom texted me, and she wants me home by, like, 9. Oh. And right. it's like, we have like half it? an hour. Cool. It's up to you what you want to do. You can tell me to get out now. No, okay. no. Um, let's see. Where else but yeah, it's 7.30 and I'm like, traffic's going to be not shitty. <laughs> but yeah, traffic was kind of shitty getting here. My mom wants to visit my brother tonight. I don't know where he lives, like Baldwin Hills or Baldwin Park or something. <laughs> that neighborhood near here. I got to say, I'm high as fuck. Really? But yeah, thank you for I'm smoking sober-ish. me out. Thank you for smoking I me out. I can smoke you like, out more. I actually feel really good. Really? Yeah. Do you mind if I smoke and just leave you with a couple of nugs? I do not mind, and two. that is, sounds perfect, yeah. That sounds, anything less is awful? <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, <laughs> okay. whatever, whatever you'd like to. Thank you. Because yeah, I'm just like, I want to get stout, or maybe, I don't know. I'll just leave you stout no matter what. But I'm trying to protect traffic, so I'm just like, how are you feeling, Doug? I feel really good. Um, well, traffic's not bad at all. Gonna end, gonna end all homelessness. I hope so. Um, gonna make a TV show. Absolutely. Could also be a comic. Do you draw? Um, I don't not do really. any art, really. I, 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 well, my drawing is abstract, so whatever whatever it is, it m- might not look like the thing that it is. That's okay. Yeah, and That's and I'm okay with it. Like, but also I have a little accuracy and just like cartoonishness. You're already good at cartoonishness. 
but I've made a font. It's called Face It Font. Hashtag Face It Font. <laughs> yeah. I gotta see it. And it's on Dougathan dot deviantart.com Is DeviantArt still like really popular? Because I remember that like 10 years ago and like 6 years ago and teachers would use it for PowerPoints. It's free. Yeah. And I put my I put my art up there and it's just there. What's but, your favorite medium of art? Um I draw I draw I draw like a squiggly representation of the thing that I'm drawing and then I connect it and then I draw faces all over the inside and the outside of it wherever I see them so I'm like whoa there's an eye cavity so draw an eye there maybe give it three irises uh-huh okay and then I'm like give them different colors Time for the mouth. And then I zoom in and I'm like making these sharp ass teeth, like monster looking teeth. And then um, a tongue, a forked tongue. And, and then I draw like the details of like the inside of the mouth. That's more art than I make. <laughs> it's really fun and uh, I would do it more if I could get commissions or something it, again dougathan.deviantart.com plug it I'm sad whenever I can't get wireless connections because when I'm with a lot of my friends what I do most of the time is I make them look at pictures of dogs with me that's all I make them do I'm like this brings me joy when I wake up in the morning and when I go to bed, look at that puggy. No, no. Aww. That makes me smile. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. He'll be okay. He'll pull yeah. through. He'll literally pull through. He's walking. <laughs> that puggy's wearing a sweater. That puggy's wearing a sweater and has a cart. And is chasing another pug. <laughs> With no sweater and no cart. You can do anything you set your mind to, as long as your mommy buys you a wheelchair. <laughs> See, I just, I don't like pictures of humans on Instagram. I don't care what your baby looks like. I just want, oh my god! <laughs> I went to rehab with this dog's mom. That's true. <laughs> I don't like ads on Instagram. That makes me not like Instagram. I feel bad about, Yeah, like, they trick you. You're like, wait. I don't know this person. This is an ad. Aw, you got me. This is not a dog. You I don't want to buy your god dang yoga pants. You got me, Instagram. You got me. Okay, I'm okay with, like, pictures of dogs with their families, but, like, make it mostly dogs. <laughs> like, hide your face? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that pretty puppy. It's like she's got nice big tails. Aww. We're looking at pictures of pugs. Pictures of dogs. That's all I do every single day. I'm not joking. Pictures of pugs and also... Oh, it's cute when the doggies' parents make jokes in the caption. Uh, about to slide into your field. And the doggie's on a slide in the uh, playground. Yep. 
I like German Shepherds. I'm sorry. I know Memed. this is not podcast material, but this is no, it's okay. Little girls do. <laughs> okay, so my boyfriend gets mad that I like puppies, and I like all dogs. And he's like, you know who else likes puppies? Kindergartners. And I was like, you know what? I wasn't that compassionate of a kindergartner, to be quite honest. So I've come a long way. I love watching dogs chew on things. It takes a lot of love to have a dog. It takes a lot of love to give a shit. Yeah. Because dogs, dogs, dogs need and deserve a lot of attention. See, if you, if you're, if you want a low mane and Sadie, get a cat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a cat mom. I was like, could I have a kitten in the car? No, 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 no. <laughs> Did you want like a bottle baby? Huh? Did you want a bottle baby? Like a tiny kitten? Yeah, like a newborn. I mean, that would dope. Really? Yeah. You'd have to uh, feed him every two hours. Uh, okay, maybe not that long. <laughs> Look at the little kittens. This lady rescued maybe a couple weeks. bottle babies. Couple weeks, don't they still need bottle feeding? Uh, I don't know. I don't care about kittens. This is a silver like dog that makes jokes. You know, dog Instagrams are getting competitive, like comedian Instagrams. Like you gotta have funny. You gotta be a comedian with a super cute, super photogenic dog in order to have a very successful dog Instagram. Like I'm not joking. Like, this dog says things like, some things are better left unsaid, which I generally realize after I said them. And it's a senior doggy. It's a senior rescue doggy, okay? Does that mean old? I mean, like, a cool doggy. No, it's not a senior rescue doggy. It's a senior cancer survivor. Senior, I mean. Does that mean old dog? Oh, yeah, yeah, old. Like a gray face. Like, on its on its way out, but still very healthy. Like, silver. Silver fox, but yeah. a silver pug. I cannot speak English. That's what my doggy does. I know. This is, I don't like seeing Jared Leto advertisements anymore, okay? If you are a company that has Jared Leto in your advertisements, don't expect my money. What is he advertising for? Things his face are in. I don't want to see that. I want to see French Bulldogs. I always like when Jared does that. I never saw it with a guy. Yeah, it's good. It's weird and it's dark, but... Good. Does Jared Leto die in it? Um. <gasps> My mommy just texted me a dog photo. No spoilers, actually, because it's pretty good. Pretty good. The, the acting's really good, and the story's like kind of crazy. Um, Are there any doggy donuts to eat? Because my dog was just in a donut when my mommy took a photo and texted me. In a donut? You ate your dog? No, I wish I had donuts to share with my dog. I don't like feeding my dogs. I feel like that's a sign of weakness as a human. (laughs) No, you have to be the alpha. You put your donut in the dog bowl, and they eat it off the floor, okay? That's how you assert your dominance. Donut from Dunkin'? No, from Whole Foods. That's why I never get donuts. Because they have the cheapest vegan donuts and I'm poor. A donut from Trejo's Donuts? Trejo's Donuts? I imagine that would be expensive. I've never gone, so I don't know. Have you been to Trejo's Tacos? No, but I've heard it's great. It, it was like $50. Danny, Tre- Danny Trejo, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I want to have you on my podcast. I have so many questions about your career and you're awesome. 
I heard that he, like, did a favor for someone in, like, N.A., and that's how he got his first acting job. For N.A.? Narcotics Anonymous. Oh. So it's like he did oh. something for someone, and then he got back, and now he sells expensive tacos on Sunset Boulevard. Hey, but also, I mean, he's had a cool acting career. What is he in? He was in Machete. I didn't see that. I heard it was good. He kills people in it, right? Yeah. How many? I don't know. I haven't seen it. But it, it looks dope. Um, Cause he kills other people in movies. Yeah, he's he plays he plays like a bad guy sometimes, but also he has redeemable qualities. Wait, was he in Spy Kids? Um, or was that after maybe. your time? I I've seen it, but I can't remember. Why would you have to see it? Cause you were forced to see it, right? He was probably with my sister. How old was she? Um, I don't know. I was forced to see it by desert people. I was like, you people think this is good. They microwave McDonald's. Okay, if I want to see that, I'll go home. That was, I feel, when, like, Latino white kids became popular in movies. Because, like, you had a clearly Latina girl who could, like, easily be in Lifetime movies. Like, easily. And then uh, a redheaded... A ginger Latino boy. They made so many of those, huh? Yeah. Holy shit. Spy Kids. Good. I like how the guy from X-Files was in it. Good for them, though. I was like, good for that guy. He's finding work. Oh, yeah. Wait. The guy from X-Files? Yeah. Which guy? He was like the T-1000 or whatever. Yeah. He was in Terminator Robert, 2. Robert Patrick. I don't remember his name, but he looks like a Robert Patrick. But he was... um. <laughs> No, he was alongside Doug Hutchison on The X-Files, right? Um, I don't know that name, but, um... He married Courtney Stodden. I love Courtney Stodden. She's, like, three months older than me. She's so cool. <laughs> he was 51, she was 16. Whoa. And her parents were like, yeah, it's cool. She's her manager. <laughs> it's all good. She approves. She had his baby. Right. She had big tits, and then she got fake tits. <laughs> and then she got pregnant. And she was like, it wasn't planned, but God had a plan. <laughs> but I think she's vegan, so that's okay. Yeah. But yeah, he comes off as creepy. I love her appearances on, like, Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil <laughs> and what else? CNN. Anderson Cooper loved making fun of her back in 2012. <laughs> That was fun. Mm. You've never seen her? You would love her. No, I don't think so. Oh my goodness. I'll try to find a picture. Yeah, she's my age. I once told a guy her name and he was like, whoa, she has the perfect body. And I was like, you need to read her poetry, okay? I don't want to hear what you think about her body. Be quiet. What do you think about people who run conspiracy theory? Like websites and Um. podcasts. I think, I think conspiracy theories are interesting. Okay, flat earthers, what's your opinion? Mm, no. <laughs> the, the earth is round, my, the earth is round. My boyfriend's a flat earther. No. Yeah, he's been a flat earther for a whole 12 months. That's a joke. That's bro. also the exact same amount of time he's considered me his girlfriend. Oh. 
For the 18 months we were dating before that, he didn't consider me his girlfriend. Oh, there are things. Changed everything. When did you first hear about it? I first heard about it in, like, 2016. Um, yeah, a couple years ago. I think I saw it on maybe last week tonight or something. And I was like, what? Oh, man. That is crazy. So, have you met any flat earthers? Mm, I mean... I met your boyfriend. The yeah. So technically, yeah. He just said, who was that guy? That's all he said of you. And then I was like, that's Doug. He grew up in the LDS church and he has Lyme disease. So he walks with a cane. Yep. He's cool. He's like two years older than you. He speaks Spanish. I think I told him that. And he was like, oh, perfectamente, pero a veces uh, el vocabulario... Depende. It's a man to man as this. Yeah. I'm trying to find Courtney's daughter, but her tits are taking forever to load. <laughs> Seriously, she's tiny and her tits are gigantic. <laughs> and it's like she had a growth spurt because when she was like 14, she didn't have tits, but when she was 16, she was like triple D. <laughs> she lives in the area. Oh. Right. 54-year-old now. <laughs> what year is it now? 56-year-old husband. My mom is 57. Yeah. Oh, he's I easily old enough is, to be. Like 37. Your mom had kids young. Yeah. Ooh, Courtney's daughter in loaded. 20s, like early 20s. Oh, sorry. It was all, and so I pressed images, so images are loading. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's okay. Um, I just realized the listeners are probably like, yo, are you still talking to us? <laughs> I am. I'm always talking a lot. <laughs> but we're talking about Courtney's daughter right now. Okay. Well, while those load, um, let's see. I don't know. So tell me what else has <laughs> happened. Yeah, what, um, oh, yeah, oh my god, the Ready they... Player One challenge. Oh my god, okay, you have to hear this before I forget. I gotta circle the, back. The related tags. The related searches are Doug Hutchison and Miscarriage. Those are the only two related searches to Courtney's daughter. Whoa. Yeah. That this sucks. is her. So when she was 16, she looked like that, and she married Doug Hutchison, who was on the X-Files. Oh. He was like a mutant. Okay. Yeah. Doug Hutchison. She well, had... Well, Doug, Doug's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's Doug O'Clock. Look at those great photos. It's hashtag Doug O'Clock. The X-Files will get you a wife like that. I love the bikini. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find a picture of her and Doug. They look weird together. <laughs> She's kissing a black guy in one of her music videos that he produced. Huh. It looks like she got plastic surgery on more than just her tits. Well, she had a nice face before. What's, what's done is done. Oh my god, why is she, oh my god, did she get divorced? Oh my god, she got divorced! Whoa, real, oh my god. real time finding out. Oh, she had a miscarriage and she got divorced. Oh, oh shit. The only thing I don't like about her is that she always wears like a, a ring around her like upper arm. And I'm like, girl, you can do better. <laughs> like a snake. Or something. Like, it really doesn't look... Yeah, like one of those. It doesn't look good. There are no good pictures of Doug. 
There are lots of good pictures of her in a white bikini. Here, let's see. Okay. Doug from the X-Files and Courtney. The happy couple. When they got divorced, it was a big deal, like with me and the prom queen from my high school. She was like, love, love does not exist. Uh, Do you remember him? Um, he totally, like, was a, he was also in the Green Mile. Okay. But yeah, he has terrible tattoos, just like Corey Feldman. Sorry, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta, I gotta rewatch, because I love X-Files. I haven't seen the earlier episodes. I'm watching the current season on my parents' login. And so I'm able to log in on my phone and watch it. Log in on what? On the Fox Now app. What? Yeah. That's like a a cable thing. Yeah. So I have I have unlimited through T-Mobile, and then I'm like, I'm gonna catch up on shows sometimes at night. And so I'll watch X Files, or I'll watch Magicians, or I'll watch um, uh, Colbert. And then Corden, live. Who's Corden? James Corden. And his music, he's, his, his music, um, group is headed by Reggie Watts. You know Reggie Watts? And he is an amazing talent. And love you, Reggie. Love what you're doing on Corden. And your comedy is fucking dope. Seeing him do stand up sometimes. One time he was talking about this show, Phone Skies. Do you remember that show? Mm-hmm. It's about aliens and like aliens have taken over, and there's small groups of humans that are resisting and like killing the aliens, still believing that they can get rid of them after they've already invaded and like fucked up the earth. And five seasons and it's like pretty good Noah Wiley's in it and <coughs> Moon Bloodgood is in it oh. um, she's been in a bunch of awesome stuff but so Doug Jones is also in it and he plays an alien and um, it was a really good show and not not a ton of people watched it, and after five seasons, it, it ended, but I think it could have gone a couple more seasons. Do you ever think there are TV shows or movies that glorify, like, gun violence and are totally getting, like, kickbacks from the gun prop company? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I do believe that kind of stuff. Like, it's conspiracy theory, but it's also, like, when... It's totally plausible! When it links up, it easily links up. Yeah. Like, quit with the, uh, underhandedness. <laughs> quit with the, uh, dark dealings, huh? Do the Mormons do anything dark? Um, mm. I don't know. There was one episode of Drugs, Inc. where, like, drugs being sold in Utah. People were tithing their drug money. And it's, <laughs> it's a sin. <laughs> like, that was a big deal with the drug dealer. He's like, yeah. Church doesn't know I get my money from selling drugs. I think there's some Mormons that get high and then they're like, but I only do edibles because I don't smoke. And then the smoking is the aspect where they're like, that's the part that 
bad, but I'll do edibles. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So that's your way around it. If you smoke your bong, it like cleans it a little bit. <laughs> Are edibles dirty? No. I'm just saying, like, when you're smoking carbon. Oh, like versus a pipe. I love bongs. Yeah. I had pipes for a long time. I had a Kesha pipe. It was green and glittery. And my brother confiscated it. But that's why I usually use the bong. Scully and Smolder. That's beautiful. Um, we should smoke like another bowl. Cool. Yeah. And before we do that, I'm going to we'll end the podcast. This cool. feels like a natural ending point. Um... Thanks for listening, everybody. If you're still there, thanks this, for letting me talk. This has been an hour and forty minutes. That's awesome. I don't talk enough. <laughs> no, that was dope. Okay, so this has been you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and Culture Moore. All right.